afternoon. It's about to get sunnier because we welcome back Comrade Vines. Good morning. Good morning. But it's not called politically, says he, with deadly humour. Bow. Two drums and a cymbal fall off a cliff. But right, we, we, we might find something to talk about this week. But I, you know, I don't. I'm, I'm just going to. Yeah, I know. Just, but, but, um, uh, we we did have a bit of follow up from last week. Should we clear that out the yeah, way? Yeah. Um, thanks for emailing last week. For some reason, our server wasn't working. No real surprise there. And they all came really late. And I said I'd keep them. So off you oh, go. okay. Well, well, we have one from Bowen here who, who says. Um, just remind what we were talking about. Yeah, as we, well. we were we were talking about the oh, the whole business which possibly we might even need to talk about again of the swearing in business and you know the two young inspiration um are they legislators or not it's not quite clear um saying various things that seem to have upset the comrades very greatly indeed the whole work the, ch- the, the it, whole the feelings of- yes <laughs> the feelings of the chinese people not to mention the guatemalan people who i'm told are really very very upset they're not not too happy about they're it, not so we have here uh, Bowen says, to me, it just seems that Hong Kong is not like or the same as China. Similar to if I say I am Ban not him. Steve Vines or I'm not Phil Wheeler. <laughs> I'm certainly not I'm Phil certainly Wheeler. Steve Vines. <laughs> <laughs> we can all agree on that. Thank you. Thank Next. You. He goes on to say, I ask this to be done because it's been claimed by people that the banners displayed by the Young Spiration duo in the first swearing in ceremony, which bore these words, was an independence banner. Please disregard what the duo had said before or after the occasion because... People are seeking to argue that by displaying these words, they denounced, they demonstrated that they would not abide by the basic law and wanted to promote independence of Hong Kong. Right. Well... We'll, we'll, it, we'll, so the point we'll, is, we'll, it's, it's the words only, not the, not yeah, the show I, I, that goes think, around I it. I think we'd we better come back to that. I think so. We'd better, we better get a reinterpretation of Bowen's email. for that, Bowen. We will <laughs> reinterpret it. Um, I am consulting Western as to what to say uh-huh. as we speak. Yeah. My instructions are coming through on the teleprinter. <laughs> yes. Um, Pete says, uh, we were also talking about how the, the independence of the police has been undermined by the the increasingly political role the police are are, are coming to have to play. I mean, you know, for example, yesterday there was a demonstration in which um, somebody, one of the pro-democracy people, was hit with a a shoe uh, and no arrests were made. You know, and then, you know, somebody is hit with a paper, paper plane uh, and the cops fi- mysteriously found the culprit within nanoseconds. It's only a paper plane, for so goodness Pete sake. Says, so the police are no longer impartial. What next? The judiciary. Well, there you mm, might have a very good we, point, We Pete, might actually. have something to talk about that. And then we have um, an email from Andy. He says, um, <laughs> boy, I wish you wouldn't say these things. He says, can you ask Steve Vines to look at what's gonna ha- what things are going to be like in the next six months? If the government wins the judicial review, mm. the end of the rule of law... If the government does not win the judicial review, then MPC interpretation. If CY Leung or a thinker-like... Well, that's before they started going off about this, yeah, so well this done, was, Andy. Yeah, the, I tell you, predictive power of the listener Mystic is amazing. <laughs> if CY Leung or a thinker-like wins the chief executive election, protests in the streets. The end of Hong Kong, he says, question mark. Well, shall we go straight to this whole business? So, today in the courts... in. We have the beginning of the government's sought judicial review mm. of the president of LegCo's decision to allow the two young inspiration legislators to retake their oath. 
that process, judicial reviews are not that speedy. That process will take a while, quite a long while, actually. In the background, and this is the thing which sends the chill up the spines of everybody who believes in the rule of law, were initially were were some suggestions that that if the government didn't get its way, um, they would simply rush up to Beijing and say, oh, well, you know, we didn't like what the local courts are saying, could you please help us out here? We'd like you to reinterpret the basic law and therefore just make whatever the courts say null and void. Mm. However, some of the... some of the um, How can I put it? The people with the biggest flags to wave suddenly notice, oh, hang about, if you have a judicial review and it goes through and then you reinterpret the basic law, anything that happened previous to that... For example, allowing these two people to swear in as legislators couldn't be covered retrospectively. I mean, even in Hong Kong, we haven't quite got to the stage where laws have retrospective application. So they're saying, but hey, there's a way around this. What we'll do is we'll, we'll dash it in before they've actually had a chance to make a ruling. So now we're being told that the matter will or won't be discussed. That, in plain English, means it It will will be discussed (laughs) by the MPC Standing Committee. The usual suspects, the Rita fans, the, you know... uh, I could read out a long list, but people have just had breakfast, so they might not want to hear it. Um, We're all coming out and going, well, you know, there's a lot of... Read read the agenda. Lot of of concern about this... Anyway, uh, yes, they are going to do it. I mean, normally, I, I hate to come on a, a radio programme days or even weeks before things happening and say conclusively what will be the outcome. But this is clear. What will happen now is it's that... game on, isn't it? Game is on. They are meeting today. Um, and, of course, let's be very clear what sort of meeting this is. This is a meeting of the Standing Committee of the National People's Congress. These meetings are not discussions. Which idiot... I've read in the newspaper many idiots going, oh, well, you know, they're going to have a big discussion about it. Oh, come on, come on, get out the pram, you know, <laughs> join the grown-ups. They are not going to have a discussion about this. This is not how the MPC standing committee works. Things are handed down, and they stand there and they go, rubber stamps, and that's what they do. So it has been decided... It will be announced on Monday because they don't make announcements because, you know, they're bureaucracies. They don't make announcements ahead of time. In the period between now and Monday, i.e. today is Wednesday, Monday is five days' time or so, they will send out the usual squirrels to go, oh, you know, very good idea to have an NPC. Oh, you know, rule of law. We'll have all of that, all of that going on in the next five days. And then on Monday, to our total surprise, (laughs) we will learn that the MPC has decided that these two people... Well, they won't put it in those terms, but the bottom line will be these two people won't be allowed into Ledger Club. But it could be even worse. I mean, I know you may say, well, what what, what could be worse? But, But they may then make an interpretation which will then bar certain people with certain views from even standing for election in Hong Kong, will make existing members of LegCo liable to dismissal from the body. I mean, you know, we're now in gloves-off territory. I've always been very, very careful about saying that there are limits to which Beijing will not go. 
But I mean, they are being egged you on. You actually haven't been oh, that haven't careful I? about oh, this are one. You, no. are you, are you, are you just do, saying. Are you just saying. God dear, Charlie with being on the programme, is you know, I don't know. Anyway, all right, well, maybe. <laughs> but the fact of the matter is that here we are in a situation where it's just black and white. Yeah. Rule of law, it's for the fairies. And, and I hate to say this because, of course, this is the absolute, absolute MasterCard, Trump card that Hong Kong has as part of China, that it's the only place where you can go to court and you won't be able to worry. Well, you don't need to worry about the, the, the outcome being prejudged. Mm. Well, what they're saying is, yeah, go to court. Have your little judicial review, ha ha. And we'll ha. see you around the back. And afterwards. we'll see you around the back because you know, um, judicial review is very nice, and you know, you put your wigs on and what have you. You know, you play your little games, but actually, we've already decided the outcome of that. So, <coughs> this will be the fifth in a series of reinterpretations of the basic law. And at every stage, people have said, oh, well, you know, it's only this. It's only about little migrants coming over from China, some of whom don't even have influential families, etc., <coughs> etc." Et so, I mean, you've got all of that going on. But the fact of the matter is that things are leveraging up, mm. up and up. And now we're at a stage where such is the contempt for the rule of law in Hong Kong that they actually don't even wait they don't even wait for the High Court to make a judgment. They say, no, we are a bit worried you won't make the right judgment, so we're going to whack in and we're going to tell you how this is going to happen, what is going to be the outcome, because in our courts, we don't have to wait for the end of the proceedings to know the outcome. We know them before they start. The question for you right now is, OK, you've played it out in various ways. What about all the punters that voted for them? What does that say about their vote? Their citizenship, their whatever. Well, exactly. What does it I mean? Well, I well, exactly. What does it say about that? I mean, these they went people out and voted. Are, they put a tick th in the box for these people. These people were, were, were elected. So, on the one hand, you're saying that the rule of law in Hong Kong is a matter of discussion. It's a matter of negotiation. It's a matter of debate. You can't rely on it as a place to enforce justice and resolve conflicts because there's always the danger that it will be overridden. On the other hand, you're saying, well, Hong Kong has a limited uh, electoral system. It applies to half of the members who are sitting in the legislative chamber and possibly a few more, but basically the rest of them are from rotten boroughs which don't have elections, or if they do, the electorates are so small it's not worth putting them in a single room because there'd be too much air around the sides. So what you're saying about the electoral system is exactly what Donald Trump says about the electoral system Unless he wins, it's rigged. Yeah. And they're saying, if we don't like the outcome of the election system, well, that's all right. We'll get rid of the legislator. By the way, Steve, one week from now, this man could have his finger on the red button. Isn't <laughs> it bizarre to even it's think about bizarre. it? It's bizarre. It is bizarre. And, um, gosh, right. um, you, leave me, you leave me speechless, which apparently is not a good thing to be on there's radio. Another, there's another thing here that's very curious... Uh, there's a nice piece on Hong Kong Free Press this morning. They're saying, calling the chief executive, quote, the key figure behind the chaos in Hong Kong, pro-Beijing, Sing Pao, said that CY Leung and Beijing's powerful organ in Hong Kong will pay the price for destroying the territory's judicial independence and challenging the one country, two systems. Bottom line, they said. Well, bottom line is that I thought these guys, this whole thing about papers turncoating. Yeah, news, news I papers. mean, 
this is very interesting. This this business with Singpower, which has traditionally been, remember, it's controlled by a mainland businessman, which has traditionally been the reddest of of so of, going of, of red papers, yeah. is involved in a factional um, struggle, um, and they have now been the sort of you know it's the, it's the sort of monkey who's got out the cage, because while the monkey was leaping about in the cage, it it, it was under control. Now somebody left the cage door open, and they are—they've gone kind of—they've gone rogue. They've gone rogue. <laughs> so, w- one of the things in this Singpao article, which is which is true, um, and which is interesting, is to remind us that basically what's going on is indeed about young inspiration, is indeed about the question of independence of Hong Kong, but much more importantly, in the view of people like C.Y. Leung and his masters in Beijing, it's about the power struggle. So C.Y. Leung... Their power struggle. Well, their mean, power yeah, struggle yeah. and C.Y. Leung's desperate attempts to cling on to his job as chief executive. You, you know, apparently, there's going to be an election. <laughs> We're all grown-ups. We know there isn't going to be an election next year for chief executive. There's going to be a rubber-stamping process. And what C.Y. is trying to make sure, by being the real hard man, he's saying, you know... If you're going to tell them who to who to rubber stamp, could it be with my name on that um, on that form? You've got that going on. You've got, in fact, by no coincidence whatsoever, a major speech by Xi Jinping yesterday, Mm. saying (coughs) um, that um, he's very worried about graft within the Communist Party, about political infighting within the Communist Party, and it's very important for party members to spy on each other to ensure that there is loyalty to the centre. So you've got a factional power struggle going on in Beijing. Mm. You've got a little tiny power struggle going on here with C.Y. Leung, desperate to keep his job. In the middle of that, you've got the office in, in, in Western, which is where they all scuttle off to, to get their orders. And this is literally true. They, you know, it's like Regina... They scuttle, as, do they? As soon as, um, uh, as soon as anything happens, she pops in the car and goes round and, and goes and says, <laughs> hello, hello, I'm here. Whoa, whoa, whoa. So, you know, they all do that. And, and the office itself is in the centre of a storm. Boy... Let's look at where all of this emanates from. I want you to warn me. It's Radio 3, 22 minutes to 10 o'clock. In the middle of those two marvellous songs, there was a little interesting message. What the hell is creative tourism? Is it like that they give them a pottery class after they've done the jewellery shops or something? No, I think it's it's some sort of... Because it was in the context of One Belt, One Road. I think it's one of those kinky things with belts. Well, well that too. Is that creative? That's not, creative not, that's tourism. Cre- that could be. I'm just saying. What on earth are they on about? I don't know. Creative tourism. Creative when tourism. you and I go on holiday, we just go and yeah, go, go, to, on go on holiday. Yeah, go on holiday. Yeah, get on plane. Call it very creative. Yeah, go to the hotel, check Honestly. in, and yeah, jargon. Yeah, but that business with belts. Well, we haven't heard much about that. Recently. No, we haven't. We haven't. I think we have uh, got other stuff going on, haven't we? Big question for you. What there's so much happening at the moment is really fizzing up. What do you think it would take? to do Occupy 1.2? Well, yeah, that's kind of out there with the $64,000 question, seasonally adjusted and inflation adjusted. That makes about $64 million question. I think that um, 
because the administration now has decided that it's going for bust in crushing the Democrats, it's seeking confrontation and it will get it. I mean, that's how it works. When I someone goes out and looks, so for, looks for a fight, you often, yeah, you often end up having a fight. Mm. Whether it would be another occupation, whether it would be something else, I mean, the fear which lurks in everyone's mind, it certainly lurks in my mind, is, you know, Occupy Central, which turned out to be Occupy Multi, but never mind, um, was, was essentially an entirely peaceful operation. People just sat there and made speeches and blah, blah, blah. But, I mean, the great fear is, of course, that the temperature is so hot now mm. that we're going to see something a lot more violent than that. Now, I'm very acutely aware that the majority of people in Hong Kong particularly those who have lingering memories of the Cultural Revolution, the older generation, are very, very scared and averse to overt violent action. I mean, one of the problems with these two idiots from Young Inspiration or Young Inspiration, whatever it's called, is, you know, that they, they, they seem to have one tactic, which is to burst into meetings. I just wish and, they'd been cleverer or more yeah, witty or I mean, more you smart. Know, I mean, you know? You, know, you know, if at first you don't succeed, boy, why don't you keep trying the same thing time and again and create this atmosphere of chaos and violence i mean that is music to the ears sure. of the central government music to the ears of Leung jung ying music to the ears of the entire pro-government camp because their whole their whole um way of portraying what's happening in hong kong is we represent peace and stability stability if it's not us you've got chaos and look what happens even in ledgeco you know, you've got timid little guards who tip over and Yeah, blah, well, blah, I've just blah. got an email about that, which we'll get to in yeah, a second. The timid little guards, yeah. Didn't the five O buy some new toys to use on crowds next time? Well, well... I don't know. No, 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 you're, you're, you're not on crowds. I mean, this is... Sorry, this is not in, on crowds. In, in, in preparation for the glorious reunification celebrations. Remember, next year <coughs> marks the second uh, decade anniversary. 20 years. 20 years of glorious Blimey. reunification with the motherland. So, and the main thing that the government has planned for this is is to, to order these mini tanks for co crowd control. Fair play. Well, so that, you know, that celebration, God, I always thought the celebration involved people cheering and singing and dancing, but no, when you're the Hong Kong government, you go out and buy yourself an armoured car. It's amazing how different newspapers report that thing differently. I mean, you're saying the glorious reunification, which I know you're only taking the mickey. Others would have called it the great Chinese takeaway. Yes. <laughs> you know <laughs> Can I get to this email from Richard? Well, why he not? Was just, I, I was thinking about, you know, we must have the softest ledgeco guards in the world. <laughs> if you're a guard, you're supposed to be hard. Then <laughs> Anyway, he says, how, how, not a granny, sort of on a, yeah. you know. He says, how is it possible for a slightly built, young female elected legislator and a taller and skinny young male able to so badly injure security guards that six of them had to be hospitalised? They really, really put on the Shakespeare yesterday. Yeah, I yeah, yeah um, I see they had head constraints oh, and the, everything. The whole bit. And but no, that's what happens to do with... when your manicure gets ruined. <laughs> I have some experience of this. You nailed. He just says, nothing to do with the group of bodyguards who surrounded them, of course. And Richard just says, three winged, three ringed circus full of clowns. Now, call me old-fashioned. This is, you know, an official place. Yeah. You'd think that if somebody was going to be a so-called guard, they would be, you know, a guard. A guard, yeah, yeah. And they don't go, ooh, and take a dive. Yeah, yeah. I mean, it's pathetic. And I mean, got two cops down there as well. Yeah, well, you know, it's, 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 a, da policemen. it's a dangerous place down there, apparently. Anyway, nice one, Richard. I mean, 
But it does, as I say, it does go to the stupidity. I mean, I don't know why the Democrats put up with them. I really don't. <laughs> the stupidity of these two, because, you know, as I say, th- this is music. Music to the ears. Or eyes. No, music would be to the ears, wouldn't it? Of of, of people who who say, look, there's a binary choice here. Either you have law and order and, 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 and the way of life and blah, 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 or you have chaos and destruction, and yeah. they're going, hey, I'll tell you what, we can give them an example of how chaos can um, ensue. They've got a lot to answer for, these two. They really do. See, he sounds like he's on their case, and I think I know what you mean. You, you know, the whole, the whole nature of the whole thing, that's not what you're talking about. You know, they were just wholly unsophisticated in the way they do it. If you're going to use that word, that F word, in the English language or in comedy, it's got to be done really well yeah. at exactly the right time. She, what she not, said didn't not even when, make not, sense. Not when you're swearing what, in. It wasn't I mean, funny. It's, well, it's, it's it was a swearing in. Well, oh, you're talking about afterwards. <laughs> no, yeah. I'm talking in the middle of a word. It didn't, it didn't make sense. Oh, like, well, just be funnier, be cleverer, make a point really stylishly. But incidentally, while we're talking about the swearing in, and I know people may be bored about this, but yeah. hey, it's still up there. I'm I'm thankful to Hong Kong Free Press for reminding us that there was another person who didn't seem to manage Mm, to do his swearing in. Now, this person not only didn't manage to do his swearing in properly, but but when he took his oath, he forgot to mention Hong Kong. Well, I know... So if these guys had said, we forgot X, Y and Z, they wouldn't be in shtickler. They'd be all right. Oh, should we just say who that person was? Mm, Mr. Cyril... Cyril... No. Um, See, I learn. This was his oath-taking. He... (coughs) Which isn't a crime, as you said last week. President Obama did. Yeah, President Obama (laughs) did, you know, get over it. Um, He he should have said that he pledged his oath to um, to, to the People's Republic of China and the Hong Kong Special Administrative Region. And because he's got this thing about Hong Kong, you know, he can't even support the local football team. (laughs) He just went, oh, to the People's Republic of China and the Special Administrative Region. It was pointed out that the oath actually does... I know it's bad, mentions Hong Kong, but, you know, see why I get over it. Every now and again, you could mention Hong Kong. It won't kill you. Is this a bit of a chalk and cheese comparison, though? Well, it is a bit. I mean, but all I'm saying is that if you're... If you're laying out your tent, as the government is in court today, yeah. by saying that if you haven't correctly completed your oath swearing, it's, you know, one, what's it and you're out. Mm. Well, do they want to get a new chief executive? Because he didn't correctly This is great swear fun in. to chat about on the radio, but it's not going to wash, you know it's that. It's not going to wash. <laughs> I mean, I, and, and I think they know in their heart of hearts, this is another reason why we're going to have an interpretation from Beijing, because they know in their heart of hearts that their case for which they're seeking a a judicial review is about as thin as the paper on the average, you know, government-issued toilet tissue. Have you just answered my question, then? I forgot to get to the end of that one. What would it take to really ignite the powder So, yeah, I think I I did blather on a bit, so... That was me. so, (laughs) (laughs) um, So I think that if you're in a situation where... And let's see how far they're going to provoke. But if you're in a situation where, blatantly, the government rushes off to Beijing to to get an interpretation of the basic law, if that interpretation of the basic law is even more onerous than perhaps even the most pessimists among us believe, i.e. it stops various people standing for election, lays the ground for kicking them out of LegCo, and if 
particularly because Siwai Leung is in full struggle mode, he continues to behave as though he is only the representative of the central people's government and has no care whatsoever. This is going to propel people out onto the streets. Will it, <coughs> will it mean an Occupy movement? I don't know. Will it be a more violent manifestation? Will it be drilling in... in no, in, that's in, the Radio in, in, 3 Contra bassoon <laughs> <laughs> next door. I don't know if, if listeners are picking this up. It's very noisy in this studio. Listen, I'm holding up the mic. There you go. Yeah. Business it, as usual. It's business as usual. <laughs> right, said Fred. So whether it be any of those things, I don't know. Yeah. But, but I do know... That, that, that at the very least we are going to see a lot of people on the streets over this. So, yeah, probably. Yeah, absolutely. And they won't be paid ones either. Um, <laughs> well, some of them don't even get lunchboxes. It's terrible. What's happening? We can't get the protesters these days. So it's on the courts, really, to go fast on this. The court, rather. I think so. I think so. And I don't say that with any relish, because, no, of course, it's not a good idea, says he mildly. It is not a good idea. But on the other hand, you know, people just feel they cannot be silent. Yeah. So that, that I mean, you know, it's got to be something. You just, the pressure is building so much yeah. now. Yeah. And I'm sure I'm not the first person to say this. Yeah. Well, the pressure is building. And, um, you know, if you, if you thought that there was a way of stepping back, and of course there is. Of course there is always r- grounds for compromise. But where is it? Where is it? I mean, you know, they keep saying, oh, well, the Democrats should do this, the Democrats should do this. Well, you know, a compromise, children, means both sides have to step back. Both mm. sides have to sit down. It's not happening. Both it's sides become, it's become a have big... to offer something, bring something to the table. And none of that is happening. It's become a massive face issue as well, which, which you know, it's a fact. It's Which is, which is never good. Mm. It's never, ever a good idea. Can we leave this? Oh, here we go. New, news just in. News just in. Let's see what it says here. Beep, beep, beep. Come on. Oh, there we are. Your teleprinter's not working, <laughs> is it? Hundreds of people marched to the Beijing... Oh, I saw this one. Uh, Beijing liaison office in Western Wednesday evening to protest against the central government's possible interpretation of the basic law. It's yeah, well, that's the kind of tip of the iceberg thing. I think we'll be seeing a lot more of that. You really think yeah, so? Think yeah. So. Can we leave this now? Yeah, we can. Thanks could. a lot. We've we got could. anything we else? Could. We'll talk about we football. <laughs> oh, uh, what about what about Justice Wu? I mean, he must be relishing the fact that he can say all these things that other people yeah, can't. I mean, whether he's got a chance in. Yeah, or not. I mean, uh, he, he's not going to become the next chief executive. Well, I hope you know. I mean, well, the only the only the only thing that 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 I've heard Rita Fan say recently, which I happen to know is true, is he won't become the. No, no. <laughs> is is she was asked who she's going to vote for? In the chief executive, she said, oh, I haven't made up my mind. I think that's true because she hasn't received her orders. Like all of these people, they're all nervously sitting there. Remember, there's only 1,200 people who actually can vote mm. in this election. Not an election, but never mind. Yeah, um, and she is one of the people who's waiting for orders. So, uh, Justice Wu, the reason why he won't become chief executive is because no one will become chief executive who hasn't been selected by Beijing. And I do believe that he wasn't put up as a candidate, some sort of, you know, uh, some sort of clever manoeuvre from Beijing. I think genuinely this, this was his own idea. And the one thing they hate in Beijing is people who have their own ideas and go running off on their own out of control. So he ain't going to get the job. 
We haven't heard from Big John for a week. No, well, well, we have and we haven't. I mean, it, um, he, he, he's sort of sitting there waiting to press the button and he's waiting for the call from Beijing. Uh, excuse me, boss, I did ask you, I do want to run. I mean, you haven't answered me and they're going, hold it, son, we're, 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 we're really busy t- this t- week. Tell me this, so rumours have been rife for ages that there's rankles in the higher levels of our government, etc., etc. So I think John Jung's in a win-win situation because either he does say, right, I'm going to resign and I'm going to, you know, I'm put, throwing my hat in, or he's told, you know, he has to resign first. So either he goes for that, or he just resigns and walks away from this whole shebang. Well, yeah. Happy he, man. He, he, he could do that. I mean, he's of retirement age anyway, so, uh, you know, it's not a financial issue for him. He could go. we get those taco trucks. Yes, yeah, we? we would. We would. Food trucks. Food trucks. Another mad scheme. <laughs> <laughs>